Welcome to Numb Bills Fan Podcast, episode number 239, and I'm your host, David Palermo. We have Mike Smith with us today, and we will be passing the mic back and forth because your host forgot a mic cable or lost it because he's smart. As always, brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports. Support them. And uh, right now, we're going to get into um, our stuff, but, you know, don't forget, Follow along, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, whatever you want to do. We'll have more contributions coming up. We're retooling. We just had a podcast with Kevin Masseri, podcast 238, Cam Newton plus McBean, Carolina Train. And uh, great to hear back from Kevin. It's been a long time. And right here we have Mike Smith, and we're going to talk about Stefan Diggs. So first of all, we got to go over the Bills offense. Uh, Mike and I are going to cover from weapons, you know, and obviously they're bringing, trying to bring back their offensive line. Um, I'm going to let Mike lead this off, so I'm going to pass the mic over. So I think the uh, Diggs addition is the Bills saying, hey, we're going to open up the offense for Josh Allen a little bit. I think the move to bring him in not only opens up things financially and makes it so they're not focused at the draft and they can do whatever, but on the field, it's going to make a big difference for those receivers because John Brown now doesn't have to take double coverage. Cole Beasley is now a third option in this offense, and Singletary is a solid option catching the ball out of the backfield. Um, I think the message is saying, hey, we trust Josh Allen and we're going to invest in him. So the question is, is he going to be able to step up and make those plays? I'm honestly not really sure um, because, you know, with the Bills, you and I did a draft show together and we pretty much called it how it was. And frankly, just the – I feel you might agree with me here. Um, when the Bills drafted E.J. Manuel, we were worried about the development and the overload of, of Nathaniel Hackett, who just proven he retarded the development of E.J. Manuel. And when I hear E.J. Manuel and Eric Woods' podcast talk about exactly that, how Nathaniel Hackett had him initially taking like some kind of jab step he never did in college, um, it's like, wow, you you didn't watch the tape. And my big beef was they didn't watch the tape on C.J. Spiller. It took him three years to get him going. So when the Bills bring in Josh Young away, all these picks, they bring him behind a guy who trotted out um, an offensive line who was number one in, in rushing for two years. Granted, it was by volume. And I just see this offensive game plan. I was scared when they ruined the offensive line and the offensive play from the year prior to they, they really – turned her back on Tyrod Taylor is in, in, in his chest. And, you know, I, I just thought that they were going to put Josh Allen behind the same coaching staff. Like, what? That brought out Peterman, which is what? Probably the worst quarterback we ever seen. So you're clearly right. They're investing around him. But I got to be honest, you know, I, I don't know what they should do. I, I, I wasn't about buying Brown and Beasley, but you know what? I almost think it's genius just to skip the development time and these guys and sign them and bring them in. They're already proven because wide receivers, my biggest thing is don't draft a wide receiver in round one. Skip that development time. Yeah, basically the way they're uh, playing their money is they're not investing a ton into – 
superstar elite athletes and superstar monster contracts, they're spending their money very good over there is the thing. So right now, can Josh Allen step up? Great. But my only concern with Diggs, and you've seen it last year, when things did not work out in Minnesota, he came down on his quarterback. Is that going to happen in Buffalo? Is it going to cause problems in the locker room? Um, McDermott typically runs a tight ship, so I don't think that's going to be an issue. Um, And again, with McDermott as a coach, you have that solid defense, and they made some moves this offseason. And depending on what side of the fence you are, I'm not here to tell you that these are better players, they're worse um, they're the same. What I am telling you right now is McDermott's going to run a solid defense regardless of the 11 people that line up playing and play out. That's what he's set up for. Um, and right now they're spending money well. I'm just going to be interested to see because right now we're not fully committed in Josh Allen, which is good. He hasn't been paid yet. So this is his opportunity. This is where he gets that opportunity to shine. The Bills are favored to win the division, but – I don't know if you're ready to jump on ship there because right now you don't know what the Patriots are going to do, and they could add an elite veteran quarterback um, to really complete because, again, they're, too, going to be playing solid defense. So um, I I think it's Josh Allen's year to shine. I think Diggs gives him the opportunity to do that. And I think Diggs on the outside, like I said before, he's going to open up a lot for Devin Singletary to make very big gains. I think with the right play calling, um, Josh Allen could definitely improve his numbers. And if you look at the fantasy aspect, um, last year, Diggs, 63 receptions, 1,100 yards, and six TDs. I think that can go up. I don't think um, his uh, receptions is going to go up too high. I'm thinking 10 to 15 more receptions. His yardage might dip, but I still see him going over a thousand. But I think the the thing where he can pick up, I think he can get a couple extra touchdowns. Um, I mean, Josh Allen he showed last year, especially in the second half, he is far better at keeping the ball and not making stupid mistakes. I can't say he didn't make any. Uh, he definitely did last year. Um, but if he can improve upon it, I think they're going to be fantasy viable on top of offense and who knows maybe we could steal a division regardless of the tough competition that we are going to face next year yeah the bills um they ran more three receiver sets than a lot of teams in the league um so for me i was hit or miss it's like where was Diggs? this Diggs guy that guy player x the chess piece during the season you know and this is Again, to me, the Bills are late to the freaking party, and, and it just doesn't seem like there's urgency. There's urgency and defense. Every year, there's urgency and defense, and it's like, oh, cool, we're in on digs now. Great. You couldn't have pried them out in the middle of the season, maybe? I don't know. It's just, it is what it is. There was talk about it. I even sent him a DM on uh, on the Instagram, and I was like, hey, you know, um, Bills would love you if you came to Bills Mafia town, and you know, I've been harsh on Josh Allen, but the reason is is because once I have the love for the quarterback, I go to bat for him. Um, I went down swinging with Tyrod Taylor. I thought that McDermott and Bean totally disrespected him. He has a, a, a starting chance um, in San Diego, and that's not a joke because he's very capable. Um, and he's playing with Anthony Lynn out there, and I should say LA Chargers, sorry. Um, so the dig signing, man, I thought it was cutting edge. 
Um, you're getting this trade. You're getting a player proven. Fantastic route runner. My favorite part about going to the games is watching the routes, really, um, and, and coverages because there's so much open field. And if you can make space, it, it's even better. And Stefan Diggs, Cole Beasley, John Brown can get released. He's he's your speed guy. Don't forget that. John Brown can get deep. The problem is, is Josh Allen's deep ball, the coaches got in the kid's head last year and had him adjust it after that New England game. And frankly, um, I like the Stefan Diggs will call out his quarterback. But again, Kirk Cousins isn't known to be that super downfield throwing quarterback anyways and I can see how he's frustrated because he's open a lot but the Bills don't have Trent Edwards here you know Josh Allen is going to try to throw it downfield but for some reason people think and I'm going to pass it back to you that what Stefan Diggs means that Josh Allen is fixed no he's got a lot of work to do and, and this is how you do it you invest in him and you want to know what is the deal i'm willing to ride with him but i'm not like the rest of the fans thinking that we're set because you type in kyler murray's numbers and they're better than josh allen's yeah i don't think the bills were late to the party and i see you know not just your frustration dave but fans frustration that they want to see the bills you know do what they do to that defense with the offense well they're not going to do that and i understand the reason why because you got to make sure you're good with your quarterback so you don't want to go all in on offense if you don't have your quarterback yet because that's just throwing money down a well it's never going to get back and then when you do that you know how the cap game works you you throw a ton of money and then you got a small window. Well, if you didn't have that quarterback for the window, well, guess what? All that money is going to prolong your next window. Your next window doesn't come as fast. So um, this, this is your shine. It's just flat out. It's make or break. He, If he elevates his game and he shows that he can make throws and he's starting to connect more with those deep balls. Now, I think that Stefan Diggs, uh, if they work together in the offseason, they're going to open up um, – a solid rapport where he may be able to get balls that other receivers were not going to get. He just has excellent tracking ability of the ball. So they got to work on that where, you know, this is what his third or fourth season in Buffalo, Josh Allen, right? It's going into his third season, um, which is usually your make or break type of year, I guess, you know, um, but essentially, here's what they gave up for Stefan Diggs, which is actually really, I mean, in hindsight, reasonable. If you don't look at the DeAndre Hopkins deal, never mind that. But you got to keep in mind that Johnson there, that running back, was very promising, injured. And I believe that if players have their work ethic and the mindset, they'll come back from injury. Um, as long as they take care of themselves and act like a professional. So, Minnesota will receive the 22nd overall pick from the Bills this year, along with three additional draft picks, a fifth-round pick, number 155 overall, a sixth-round pick, and 201. And in 2020, along with the 2021 fourth-round selection. So, um, here's the thing. is I like the Bills doing this. I think it was a smart move. Uh, one of the fifth-round picks was from the Wyatt Teller trade who the Bills drafted and traded away offensive linemen there to the Browns. Um, you know, the Bills are also getting a 2027th round pick. And, um, you know, Stefan Diggs drafted in 2015 out of Maryland, University of Maryland. I'm, 
you know, the guy. My biggest fear was development time, and they skipped all of it, Mike. I'm incredibly satisfied right now, and it, and it takes me a lot to compliment Bean, honestly, because I hate trading away assets. But you're you're saving a lot of money on the cap with this, which is, um, you know, your first rounders now, or I mean, your whole draft is going to be five point two six one million for your entire draft, and your first round draft pick would have been two point three eight million for your first round pick, pick twenty two. So now the Bills have even more cap space, and they're still number one or two in cap space, which I believe at, at about 54 mil. So. Well, yeah, definitely to that point, you're looking at you're getting an elite receiver without having to pay for the big portion of the contract. We're getting him in the third year of his big deal. So we get the light side of his contract. Um, we're not paying, you know, well below market value for a player especially because the cap's gone up so um we get the the friendly side of the contract and if things don't go well soon he's not going to cost much to move in later time so i really do think what they're doing is solid and um i think what the bills have lined up and you know obviously they're not saying anything they're like okay here's what we're gonna do we have now developed a defense we have now developed an offense we have money no matter what we do the rest of the season, we're not going to mess up our cap situation. And Josh Allen, this is your year. So you either make or break. If you break, guess what? We're going to go out and we're going to get a free agent quarterback because there's going to be quarterbacks available. There's always quarterbacks available. So right now, this is Josh Allen's opportunity to say, keep those guys away. I get paid. So you did all this with the thing. We have the cap. You can pay me. We're still flexible. We can pay Trey. Everybody that we need to keep going, to keep this window going, we can all get paid, and we're ready. The Bills have that opportunity, so um, I'm excited. I'm excited. It's going to be good. I haven't been this excited for a Bills roster, which Mike and I will break down more because I want to get into a whole nother 20-minute burst dish, 15-minute to 30-minute burst, another podcast, you and me, about running back. Maybe we'll have Kevin Masseri join us in on this because there's so many different ways to go about it. But let me tell you, Mike, I have not been this stoked about the Bills roster since year two of Rex Ryan. And the reason I say that is because, or, or I should say when Rex Ryan took over the team and Tyrod Taylor actually showed to be a chess piece because I felt like the Bills finally had an offense around them where, okay, cool, we get a quarterback, you put him behind it. They're... they're you know, the defense already showed that the players could play well in a 3-4 under Mike Patton. So I was really worried when Rex Ryan couldn't make it happen in the same system. And, you know, Jerry Hughes and Mario Williams played out of their mind for Mike Patton. And you didn't have all those players at Rex. But point being is now the roster's filled out where, holy shit, they have cap space. I wasn't really trusting the process. They have a lot of draft picks, now a little bit less. But, you know, I'm all about the quarterback's window of time for development and the psyche of the player and not setting them up like EJ Manuel was. I have a lot of empathy for EJ and you can say, Oh, it's fortunate, but you know what? They could have did a lot better job and they did things like re like tell Ryan Fitzpatrick to restructure, which could have been Whaley could have been Russ Brandon. You know, Whaley takes the heat for the whole pick of Watkins. That was a Russ Brandon pick. I heard that on the Buffalo beat. They were talking about it. But point being is Mike, I want to pass it back to you is, 
they're set up where if Josh Allen fails, they can get another quarterback. They have a roster around them. They have a defensive scheme. They really do have the culture. And the players come to work, which I love, as you know about McDermott. My favorite part of him is his work ethic. And I would love you to reset the impact and the numbers for the wide receivers on the Bills and the fantasy aspect because coming up, you're the fantasy expert here. Unknown Bills fans, so especially to yourself. Um, what I would like to know is, right now speaking, I think it's a mega load of expectations for Stefan Diggs to duplicate what he did in Minnesota a couple years ago. But I think it's possible coming up. And my biggest beef with the Bills has been, you know, they just couldn't stay on the field offensively and this year I felt like the Bills could I mean you look at John Brown and Cole Beasley they had a uh, they had a good year just on par with some of their best years of their career and Stefan Diggs I've been wanting this chess piece since the Bills traded away Sammy Watkins and I'm thrilled that they got Stefan Diggs because Stefan Diggs is who we all hoped Sammy Watkins could be. Now, Watkins is still a beast. If he wanted to walk in the door and the Bills were into it, I would be into it. But I don't really have any complaints. Mike, fantasy-wise, what are you thinking? If you were to pick a Bills receiver, would you early with Josh Allen, or does he have a lot more to show? Um, Do you trust him? Because for me in fantasy, I like to – have that marriage it's you obviously you and i we set things up in tiers of players and do you feel that Diggs is still in the top tier yeah um i mean i don't have uh rankings but right now um but i can definitely say he's not he's not going down too far in drafts um he's a solid player and to your point to josh allen if you're worried about that fantasy aspect I think you can roll with him because the amount of rushing yards that he had last year, 510, nine rushing TDs. Um, if this offense gets better, you when you're when you're picking those fantasy players, you're looking for offenses that are going to improve. You're looking for offenses that are going to score. And the Buffalo Bills had one of the best red zone offenses in the NFL. And if you're telling me they got a better wide receiving core now than they did last year, and they're now going to be more dedicated to a better running back in young Devin Singletary, who averaged five yards a carry, had 775 yards on just 151 carries. Give him more. Give him 200 carries. He's going to go over 1,000 yards. That's going to be more opportunities for the Bills to score. And do I think um, Diggs is going to have the fantasy impact that he did last year? I could definitely see switching around the numbers between maybe a few more receptions, maybe a few less yards and more touchdowns. I think it could be very reasonable to expect a similar year of production. Um, But I think John Brown, his production may falter a little bit, but I wouldn't say too much because I think it's going to open up more big plays for him. So he might not get the reception total they did, um, but I could definitely see the um, the yardage bump for him. And then for Cole Beasley, again, he's going to have um, – He's probably going to take the biggest hit in the offense being the third option and with Knox coming up and Singletary getting more opportunities out of the backfield. Um, I think Beasley's production um, is where I would kind of falter away uh, for the Bills offense because 
now you're talking third option, and I think his is going to be the most impacted fantasy value-wise. I do think Cole Beasley as a player, as a fit in the offense, is going to be very well. But, um, you know, I think it's it's promising for the Buffalo Bills. Can't wait to see it. Anything else, Mike? Uh, that's all I got. You know, we can go into the running game more in depth on a, on another cast. And uh, Where can we find you on Twitter, social media? You can find me on Twitter at Fantasy Smitty. F-A-N-T-A-S-Y-S-M-I-T-T-Y. That's Mike Smith. We have some more things coming out. We got some ideas in the work for some fun shows. Definitely video content. Somebody in the room has been pushing me on that. So, um, thank you for tuning in. As always, this has been Numb Bills Fan Podcast number 239. What's up with Stefan Diggs? We're stoked. I'm stoked. Bill's roster, I'm stoked. Um, I am stoked to Josh Allen. If you look at my Twitter feed, it seems like I'm not, but I am. It's just I, he's got to earn my love, baby. That's it. I ain't just annoying him because he's all shocks. Awesome. I'm like, cool, great. He's got a personality. You need to throw the fucking ball accurately, and you got to do what you can. You got to work on your footwork and fucking make shit happen. You know, no hero ball bullshit, but sometimes it's nice. But you know what? Stefan Diggs is here. Singletary can't wait to get into the running game because if Singletary's hands can be better than they are in Madden I'll be fucking stoked so um, I might have lost a few games in that today to Mike so not because of Singletary just because I suck um, would you agree Mike? yeah that's a 100% fact you're terrible yeah I have a hat that says facts he should put it on but uh, thank you I'm your host David Palermo, and it's been Numb Bills Fan and Numb Bills Fan Everywhere, brought to you by Punch Drunk Sports, and goodbye. <laughs>